Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 134 in Edmonton. Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. Royal Pizza is offering curbside pickup and takeout options for a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations, eight of which are dine-in. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Okay, stop for recommendation, by the way, Mediterranean chicken. Well, for 11 seasons... The front two guys on the media bus on pretty much every trip uh, were yours truly and our next guest, who spent 16 years working for the Edmonton Oilers. We welcome uh, back to the show. He's now the vice president of Silent Ice Sports and Entertainment, J.J. Hebert. J.J., how you doing? Hey, Bob. I'm doing good, and I really miss those those trips with you. We've certainly had some pretty good conversations along the way, and um, you know, uh, a lot of good memories there with you and, and the rest of the gang. Yeah, uh, most of them were fun. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes uh, you know, we had a little bit of sorrow going on and, uh, and agony uh, during some tough years, to say the least, which I'm sure didn't ever made it easier for the communications guy. But uh, we'll get to some of that stuff in a second. I just want to, uh, first of all, what ex- tell educate our listeners here about Silent Ice uh, Sports and Entertainment, what you guys do and what your role is going to be. Yeah, you know what? It's, uh, it was an exciting opportunity for myself to come and join uh, uh, an incredible group. And as I said on some of my social platforms, you know, I went from one great organization to another. And there's great leadership here, just like there is with OEG and the Oilers, and led by Dan and Lindsay LeKelt. Um, You know, they uh, they're very passionate uh, guys that have really focused on the development of of hockey and they own a few different properties like the Seattle Thunderbirds in the Western League, the Spruce Grove Saints and the Alberta Junior Hockey League, the Stony Plain Eagles, which were, uh, you know, a, a pretty remarkable squad in the Alberta Senior Men's League there for a long time. Um, actually, and Rob Sklarouk, who's our general manager of the Saints, he was, uh, from what I've been told, one of the best men's league players around and uh, he does a great job here with, with uh, Bram Steven and our coaches um, with the Saints actually sitting here at the Grand Fury Arena right now looking at it, the ice is in and obviously everybody wishes we had a little bit of a different outcome uh, coming up here into September as we're getting into hockey season now but um, Silent Ice Sports Entertainment we've got a few different properties there we own the Hockey Super League which is a, a real cool development model for minor hockey kids it's, it's exploded in the last three years uh, heading into its fourth season now and it's got some great leadership with Stephen Gertzen as our president Tyler Wolk who handles a lot of our day to day um, with uh, with that group, but almost uh, 1,500 athletes and close to 90 teams, and it's been a real cool um, 
you know, model for kids to learn uh, a different, you know, lots of games, the game to play ratio is different and you play showcase weekends and um, it's been a real popular thing and something that we put a lot of time and effort into. Um, you know, we also, they, we've got uh, our own bus charter company, executive charters called Silent Rides, where wintertime we're all over Alberta and BC and into Saskatchewan, depending on where teams uh, need to go and get them to their games. And, um, so they've got their hands in a bunch of things, and, and there's a little bit of a tie-in there. Former Oiler Ryan Smith is still part of our group here, too, so nice to hear from Smitty from time to time. Okay, well, that's, I mean, that's interesting, uh, you know, and, and we're sort of in such a, I mean, I'll give you an example. As you know, JJ, I don't know when we're, you know, when Jack and me are going to be calling the game again. Uh, you know, maybe if we're lucky, it's December. Maybe it's January. There's some people that don't know if we're going to be playing in 2021 at all. Uh, it's got to be a little bit challenging for you. And, and I know you guys got to keep it as positive as possible and all those sort of things because you are on the development side of things, but you're not necessarily sure when you're going to get fired up with the as an example with your western league or your ajhl uh properties and i'd have no idea where the senior hockey's at uh, as well i know there were a lot of former alberta golden bears back in the 80s and early 90s that uh, uh played for uh, stony plain they kind of morphed into different clubs over the last few years but it, it, we we do have a lot of questions right now don't we and jj in terms of who's going to be playing where and when It'd be nice to have a crystal ball right now, and I say that with all due respect to so many different organizations and groups and and just everybody. I mean, we're all looking for that little bit of hope and positive news, especially now it's hockey season. Ice is going in, kids are training and and so on, and it's normally a great time of year. And um, you really have to be careful and and a little bit more conservative because health is paramount, and you want to make sure that safety is is your first uh, concern, right? And that certainly is for our group here. Um, we don't have any answers. You know, we wait to hear from the discretion of Alberta Health Services, the Alberta government, uh, the Western Hockey League, and and the uh, Alberta Junior Hockey League. So we kind of take their lead and at the same time try and kind of be uh, ready and willing to go one way or the other. As as we all know, COVID's kind of changing uh, daily, weekly, monthly. And um, but we really want to make sure that we're we're not being um, you know inconsiderate or or. Uh, we don't care about the well-being of all of our athletes on all of our platforms. All right. Uh, look, we got to have a little bit of fun with this. Uh, J.J. Hebert joining us. He's the VP of Silent Ice Sports and Entertainment. Uh, 16 years with the Oilers. Was the 06 playoff run the most fun you had? Yeah, you know, and I would, I was, it was hard to not say that it wasn't because, I mean, I was fairly young and kind of just taken over the department and, and here I am in Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Finals, uh, working with some incredible people, and Mac T and Kevin, and and all the list goes on and on. And here I am going, boy, this is fun. We could do this every year. And um, I mean, one of the only downfalls might have been working with you on the other side of the fence, right? Back in the day when you know you seemed to have a bit of a chip on your shoulder. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, it was a great year. Oh, there's a degree of there's probably a degree of truth to that, but uh, I was the I was the guy that picked you guys to beat Detroit, if you were. Call. so i do i do remember that robin robin brownlee and in, in fact he's probably tweeting at me right now i think we were the only two guys to take detroit mark specter who's on tomorrow jj he had the red wings in three in that series so it, it was a remarkable run for that group wasn't it oh it's you know being as close as i was being able to be with the team it's you get to see just how the momentum did pick up and how uh, you know, speaking of being positive, you know, we just got some jump in our stride. The boys are having fun, and it just kept carrying on. And I was really fortunate to be part of that team and that group.
I mean, the funny thing is with that role, and I mean, I'm, I just finished year 12, JJ, and, you know, the travel, the first couple of years, the, the, you know, hey, the travel's incredible, and you got to go to these cities, but when you have a family, I always felt whenever we were in, like, warm weather markets, and it was, you know, a cold stretch back at Edmonton, minus 22 to 25, I always felt a little bit of guilt. I don't know if you did, but, uh, and, and after a couple of years, the travel's the travel. I mean, and I love the games. I live for the games. So, but from your perspective, you know, did you did you find that, you know, hey, it was great to go to the, some of those places, but after a while, you've been doing it for so long, maybe it's it, it lost a little bit of its luster? Well, you know what it's like. I think hockey players and hockey people uh, were creatures of habit, so you end up staying in the same hotels and eat at the same places, and you almost do the things at the same times. And um, I definitely, uh, you know, that's one part of, of my role with OAG that I would miss a little bit, but... Um, no, I'm not going to lie. I like this year following the team. I pretty much, I told Bob a few times, I've watched and listened and uh, uh, enjoyed it thoroughly and just sit at home and have, have a rum on the couch while I watch the game and the game's over and I get to go to bed and didn't have to worry about a two and a half hour flight to the next city and getting in at three in the morning. And, um, you know, it's that part can certainly can wear you down, but it, it's it's something that we all love and it's it's our job and we're really fortunate to have a job uh, in such a great industry and something that so many people across the globe are passionate about hey uh are are you saying you didn't have a rum in the press box because the broadcasters did oh i missed that memo i I just i remember you sneaking on the plane a couple times but (laughs) (laughs) there might have been uh, well you know i was really happy that they had a lot of baileys on the plane that's all i can tell you (laughs) jj hebert he's the vice president of silent ice uh, sports and entertainment joining us right now hey jj isn't it great that your daughter can overcome your genetics unbelievable isn't it I'm I mean, telling I you. Her, I gave her the height gene, but where she got all the rest, I, I'm not too sure. But I'm definitely really, really proud of her for signing with Union College last week. And she's uh, she's a dedicated, um, really driven young woman. And um, she's also a really good hockey player. So I, I don't know, like I joked before with the guys here that I taught her how to start the other team's breakout with a high hard slap shot off the glass and around and out because that's about all I was good for but no I was super proud dad and both my kids I mean my boy Josh is doing great things now and heading back to school and really learning what it's like to be an adult as he turns 20 and um, you know it's it's fun watching them grow up but boy oh boy they're growing up really fast hey so are, is she playing this year at Union are they playing or, or is it for next year that she's already committed for it's, it's for next year so she's got another year here with the Edmonton Pandas um, okay here and um, you know that was another good thing about being around this past year I was able to watch a lot of her games and um, you know be there and kind of support her and uh, it was fun being able to watch but uh, I don't know college hockey I mean I saw some news on college football and from what I'm gathering they're going to wait until January of this year right and yeah. see if they can have some form of season for uh, for men's and women's hockey yeah, it's crazy times. Hey, look, JJ, we wish you the best of luck with Silent Ice Sports and Entertainment. Thanks for taking time to join us here in Oilers now. And uh, there were a couple times, not often, but there were a couple times I missed you uh, during the course of the years. So it's uh, great. I, I, I definitely miss you, and I, I do appreciate you giving me the opportunity to come on here and talk a little bit about Silent Ice and some of the cool things we got on the go. So thanks for that, and, and uh, keep up good work with the show, and say hi to Spec. 
<laughs> we'll be going at it tomorrow. Thanks, JJ. <laughs> okay, take care. Take care. That's JJ Hebert joining us. Uh, worked for the Oilers for 16 years in communications. He's the VP of Silent Ice Sports and Entertainment. All right. It is uh, 144 at Edmonton. Uh, we mentioned Royal Pizza. Hey, stop for recommendation. Royal Pizza, the Mediterranean chicken. When we get back, we're going to get to some text. We're going to go back into the Oilers now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear. Bob and Brendan are going to get into it? No, I don't think so. Well, maybe. We'll wait and see. This is the letters now. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. It's 147 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott with you. You can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Just had uh, J.J. Hebert join us. And... Uh, uh, JJ, again, uh, the group that he's with, the VP of Silent Ice Sports and Entertainment. And as JJ mentioned in the interview, uh, they've got the Seattle Thunderbirds. And a texter says, Bob, I uh, wonder if the Thunderbirds can stay put with the Kraken starting up. Um, yeah, I think that that's, I think Seattle and Everett are in good shape there. I'm led to believe that Everett franchise. Uh, they got a guy named Zoran Ratchich that does the business for them, and that's a really well run club. And I think they'll be helped by the fact that the, uh, the Kraken are there. Uh, Seattle's a big market. Let's not forget that. Uh, you can text us again uh, at any time. Steve texts the show to say, Bob, great Kevin Weeks goalie segment uh, today. Uh, another texter out of Edmonton says Kevin Weeks is one of the most underrated guys in the NHL biz. Uh, KS has texted the show to say, Bob, you said it the best triple combo ever in the CFL. Dunnigan, Allen, and Ham. Unbelievable. One team had that talent at the same time. Well, there was a time that the Edmonton uh, Eskimos back then, now known as the EE Football Club, they were simply the best. They were. Uh, they had Ray Newman as their American scout and Frankie Morris as their Canadian scout. They're better than everybody else for a number of years, and that's part of the reason why they went 78-82, uh, winning Grey Cup championships. And how long did they make the playoffs for? Like 34 straight years or something like that? They were indeed uh, very uh, a very well-run organization for a long, uh, long time. Uh, Sean says, Bob, you brought up Caleb Jones. We're going to get into this with Brendan right now. To me, says Sean, Jones is almost as good as Nurse is already. And by the third month of next season, he will pass Nurse. He is a good-looking young D-man. All right. Uh, Brendan, I'd like to get your thoughts on this because i got a lot of time for Caleb Jones. To me, there's he's he's got a lot there. He's come a long way. He had a tough first year in the minors. Uh, really matured in year number two. Gave the Oilers a different dimension when he came up. He can he's he signed a two year contract extension. Very club favorable deal, I would suggest. Uh, likely to play in the Oilers third pairing. Uh, I see him for sure as a five. I think Nurse is a top four defenseman. Nurse has got that. Um, physicality, some intimidation. I think you need that. I will say this when it comes to Darnell. I, I would like him to simplify when it comes to with the puck. And I think that one of the things that Jones does well is he simplifies when he has the puck. Give me your take on the comparable between 
Caleb Jones and Darnell Nurse. Yeah, I think you're going to get a little bit more cool under pressure, if you will, with Caleb Jones when he's got the puck in his own end. And, you know, we see the text line, Bob. I think that's a lot of the scrutiny that Darnell Nurse takes is for the fact that he's not as efficient moving the puck out of the zone as people would like. But to me, you aren't going to win playoff games without a guy like Darnell Nurse. So if you're in a spot where you've got somebody who can, you know, maybe be a little bit more cool under the gun, as we saw with Ethan Bear, in a guy like Caleb Jones just simply because he's maybe more of a modern incarnation of a defenseman, a little bit smaller, but more mobile, and that's something that the Oilers have been lacking. So to me, there's a place for both of these guys on the roster, and I don't know that I'm necessarily looking to offload a guy like Nurse because of those, um, maybe the intangibles that a, a player can bring that don't show up on the stats sheet, and that's, what can you do for Darnell Nurse other than go out there and try and intimidate people and, and play the best game that you can, so here, here, here's what happened with you. Like, I agree with Kevin. I think the Oilers' defense is in a way better position than it was. Um, you know, I thought we needed one of Bear Jones to hit. It looks like they both will. Uh, obviously, Dave Manson is doing some gun- good work in the minors, and we saw a progression. The Oilers had guys called up, like Caleb Jones was up for the back half of the year. Evan Bouchard played 30 minutes a game on a lot of nights uh, in the second half of the season, and he was a plus player on a team where Stuart Skinner, frankly, at this stage, was a little bit unpredictable in goal in the AHL, and Sturette was hurt all year. Now, the Oilers, I'm going to 100% guarantee you the Oilers organization will give Jay Whitcroft a veteran goaltender. One hundred percent guarantee you, they will sign a veteran goaltender, uh, so Skinner doesn't have to take on all of the load. They're going to bring in a guy who's still young enough that he could come up as a number, you know, uh, a gap filler if there's an injury in between the pipes. They're going to they're going to have to get a guy like that in their organization. But there were some misleading things that occurred in the minors as a result of some of the challenges that they had with the injuries and the recalls. And I think that the orders are going to look to build uh, better depth. I think that when you factor in the emergence of Bear and Jones, Oilers drafted and developed players. Bouchard and Broberg taken respectively 10th and 8th the last couple of years. Even Samer Rukov, you know, has a chance to be a, a decent defenseman. And then they've got some flyers out there on guys like Nima Linen and, and some others. Uh, some said, hey, don't, you know, William Laguson might be able to play as a third pairing guy. I'd, I'd say I'm still from the show me state on that. But I think that there's more there in defense than there's been there. And also, the organization has shown a bit of the ability to draft and develop some defense. So that should be exciting. Now, Brendan, one final one for you here. What happens if Caden Gooley's sitting there at 14 for the orders in the draft? And you've gone Bouchard 10th and Broberg 8th. But if in your mind, Gooley's the best player, if he's better than any of the wingers that are there at 14, do you take him? Do you just take the best available player there, regardless of positional need? Oh, boy, that's a tough one, Bob. I, I don't know that they can. I really don't know they can go three years in a row without getting somebody with a little bit more of an offensive ceiling into the minors. And I know that Raphael Lavoie is on his way there, but, you know, they, they have the hole at defense. Well, now they've plugged that up a little bit with guys like Jones and Bears. So, uh, as you know, Gooley's, I think, obviously going to play at the NHL level, but it is a dart throw when you start talking about that 14, 15, 16 range, right? The oh, back yeah. end of the, uh, of the lottery. Oh, yeah. So, 
I, I don't think personally that I do. I'd rather take a flyer on a Zeri, a Lapierre, someone in that range. Okay. Uh, you know, Seth Jarvis had a big year for Portland. I'm not sure he's going to be there. He was 28 more points than anybody else. That wraps up uh, the, what day is it today? The Monday edition of Oilers Now. Tomorrow, guests on the show will include, as we work all the way back down to the bottom, oh, we got to do something here before we do that. This day in Oilers history, it involves one of my favorites, a guy currently coaching in Buffalo. Brendan Escott, what happened? Former Oilers defenseman on this day back in 1998, Steve Smith announced that he was coming out of retirement to join the Calgary Flames as a player. Now, he was at that time an assistant coach, at least the previous season after announcing his retirement as a member of the Chicago Blackhawks the year prior. All right. Uh, tomorrow, of course, is a Tuesday. That means Sportsnet spec Mark Spector. And we had a pretty animated conversation last Tuesday. Uh, he's brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. They present live racing each Friday and Sunday evening to comply with AHS regulations. Spectators limited at this time. But you can go online at hbibet.com to watch and wager. Oh, and we've got another... Thompson Rivers University grad, James Myrtle. I know a lot of people, because Brendan Escott, that's where you went to as well. A lot of people have often said Thompson Rivers, Harvard of the North. I've heard that too. You've heard that. Reed Wilkins has got Inside Sports Fluid Show, or what's he got shaking? Sounds like a fluid show, yep. All right. Up next, a uh, global news weather traffic update with Carrie McCarthy, followed by a simulcast of CHQR 770 with Angela Cocott. Have a magnificent Monday, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.